always be wary when something looks too good to be true. I was recently talking about our fascination with true crime, including scam artists. And one of the reasons why we do enjoy watching these things is because the more we watch, the more we can understand motivations and instincts and behaviors, but also we can protect ourselves from falling victim. Unfortunately, it does seem to be in some cases when we're in the context of the real life environment, a lot of that learning hasn't actually happened. So think, amazing things do happen in life, but unfortunately, so too do scams. Now, whether you've got an opinion on Netflix's Inventing Anna over my friend Anna, because I read the latter before watching the former, or the behavior of the women in the Tinder Swindler, one thing is very clear when it comes to frauds and scams. If you have handed over money or bank details by your own volition, no matter what the background, there is little the police can do. Yes, you are always encouraged to report a scam and sometimes banks will be able to stop some payouts and in some cases credit cards will clear the debt. But at the very least, reporting it can help the authorities build a case should the fraudster ever come to trial. Now, I was reading Frank Abagnale's book, of Catch Me If You Can. He now helps the FBI and was asked, isn't it harder with all the security that we have for fraudsters to act? He replied, if anything, it's easier. And our behaviors don't always help. Have you posted on a social media platform your porn name, which is the street you grew up on and your mother's maiden name or the name of your first pet? What sort of questions are they? Those are personal data questions, which can be used to find out or remind you of your password when it comes to dealing with banks or other online organizations. And the funny thing is when it comes to our passwords, while on the one hand, it's not great to have the same password for everything, when forced to change, there are also behaviors that fraudsters recognize. They will probably guess that if one of your passwords is flower one, for example, they're simply gonna try flower too when you have to change it. So let's look at some common red flags. Romance scams, wanting to talk on a private platform quite soon after meeting you, living in the area but working abroad, asking for money, telling you they love you very early on. I'm not trying to pour water onto true love, but in the throes of the dopamine hit, we need to keep our wits about us. If it's the real deal, people are often happy to wait until the time is right for you. Banks and business scams, pressuring you to make decisions now, not being able to answer any of your questions. Scammers also have a script they tend to stick to, so be aware of that. Mistakes in emails and other typos. Asking for payment in gift cards or cryptocurrency. Also, remember, you can check with your bank for a list of current scams they're aware of. Other helpful points. There are also buying and selling scams. For example, the rental, which doesn't exist, or the car, which never shows up, or the phone you sent, but you don't get the money in return. With online purchases, read the reviews and where possible, try to meet the seller in person. Or if you're selling, ask for the money first. But obviously, make sure you send the goods. So some quick tips. Know why you are most likely to overlook a red flag. Desperation, emotional bias, tiredness, and so on. Double check facts. If things really are that good, then there's enough time to do an element of due diligence, such as 
checking if something is a scam, going to citizens' advice, speaking to action fraud, looking at 10 of the most common scam threats on which, checking Snopes.com, which is the definitive fact-checking site for urban legends, folklore, and myths. Also, it is important to really reflect on why we are so keen to get involved when we know, because we've seen it, other people have been tricked before. And that brings me back to my first point. When we are emotionally drawn to something, especially if we're more intelligent, our logical mind doesn't counteract the emotion. It actually tries to validate it. Be aware of that. Remember that and always check. If something sounds too good to be true, it usually is. And that's all we have time for. But if you do want to learn more, the Retrain Your Brain podcast reverts to being 10 minutes on my couch with me with practical tips and tools for everyday wellness. And if you go to my website, www.draudreyt.com, you'll find more of those on my blog. However, check out the Wellbeing Lounge podcast where you will learn from the experts and find ways to live your best life.